This month, the Book Recos podcast is sponsored by the Choose Joy Club, which is a monthly membership designed to help you reconnect with your inner joy and find more of it in your everyday life. It's a wonderful space which provides monthly workshops, weekly journaling prompts, quarterly check-ins and plenty of other surprises and goodies. The Choose Joy Club gives you the tools you need to help you get to know yourself better and start inviting more joy into your life. Each month, the workshops are held over Zoom and Sophie, the founder, leads a group through the theme for the month, providing practical exercises and journal prompts and tools which will help to inspire you and create change in your life. So if you're someone who wants to incorporate more mindful practices into your life and are maybe looking for a community of people to help you on that journey and keep you accountable, then we could not recommend the Choose Joy Club enough. All of the workshops are available to watch back on demand if you can't attend live. And of course, your membership gives you access to a whole heap of wonderful tools to use throughout the month. Membership is super affordable at £25 a month, or you could sign up for the yearly price of £250 where you get two months free. Think of it like a gym membership for your mind and a place to prioritise what's most important to you. Visit www.sophiecliff.com to sign up today. All details are in the show notes. I'm Lauren and we're the pals behind Book Records. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. Today's episode is all for you. Listeners have asked us for specific records such as a book similar to Evelyn Hugo or a book that will make me feel good and we are giving you those records today. Thank you so much to everyone who got in touch. We're getting through as many as we can today and then we'll carry this on in future episodes due to the overwhelming response. So as mentioned in last week's episode, today's we will be giving out recos for listeners with specific queries and we received a lot. Um, So we're going to get through as many as we can today. But then Lauren, I was thinking that maybe we could make this like a little feature moving forward so that we aren't here for hours. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Each episode we can answer a query with a quick reco. Yeah. Um, Emphasis on quick. Um, (laughs) So actually today... I think it's going to be a bit quick fire, or ideally it'll be a bit quick fire. Um, But all the recos are on our Instagram page if you want more details of any. And if you follow us, you'll see that we've been sorting out our highlights for about three months now, Mm -hmm. trying to update them. We get so many people asking us about them. So we were like, right, let's make these legit. Um, So they'll all be there and they're all categorized into genres. So they should be really easy to find. Yep. And they're all linked uh, to buy from indie bookshops online too and if you haven't already got your hands on one of our reading journals then in last week's episode we had the uh, what's the word the revelation will I call mm. it that mm. in the notes section at the back you can write down books you want to add to your TBRs off the back of these podcast episodes because like Jess said today there are going to be gazillions so make sure you make a note of the ones that you do want to add to the TBR. Good one yeah and I just want to circle back to that point that we've linked them all to indie bookshops and we do that in our show notes every week because I saw a great little infographic I think I shared it to our stories but 
it said, you don't need that book tomorrow since you aren't going to read it for five months, which is so true. Like we all do that. We're like, oh, I can't wait to read this. And then it just sits on the shelf. So you don't need to buy from Amazon Prime. You could buy from an indie bookshop. Just burn that out there. Couldn't agree more. We're all guilty (laughs) of it. Let's be honest. Um, Right. Should we get to it since there's a lot to get through today? Let's just get down to business. So I am going to start us off with one I think we can answer pretty quickly. And somebody asked for a thriller that will stay with you. So um, the reco here is to just go and listen to our thrillers <laughs> and currently reading episode where we basically only talk about thrillers that have stayed with us. Yeah, just go and listen to that for spoiler free deep dive on each book. But some highlights from that episode are Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris, Rose Petal Beach by Dorothy Coomson and The Chain by Adrian McC- Adrian McKinty. Quick side note, because I know we're we're tight for time here. We can have girl... lols though. I'll allow that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is lols, but uh, one of my friends from work the other day was like, "Do you know what? I just don't think readings for me. I just can't stick with a book." And I said to her, "Well, I just think you're reading the wrong books then." And she has a very similar like TV taste to me, so I recorded her by. Uh, Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. Mm. She finished it in two days. Bearing in mind, she's not been able to read a book all year. She's finished it in two days. And she's now, she went on to then read The Chain because I told her to go and read that one. And she's now reading some Lisa Jules. And oh, she Ruth loves Wears. a thriller. So she loves a thriller. So mm. she just hadn't found the right genre for her. So now we're really, she's really going into a deep dive on psychological thrillers. I'm happy for her because so many of those are like 99p on Kindle all the time. (laughs) Um, All of those thrillers can be found in our suspense highlight on our Instagram if you want like more about what they are and you can't be bothered to listen to our episode, which would be great. Um, Oh, I've just bought a new thriller, actually, that I'm very excited for. It is the latest from Gillian McAllister, Wrong Place, Wrong Time. And it's she sees her son murder someone but then keeps going back in time I assume like in an attempt to stop it oh I've heard about this one yeah well I bought it forgetting that it was the Reese's book club pick so I was like oh winning okay great so I'm expecting that to be good so maybe it will stay with me I'll let you know amazing um right so at least three records for that first one (laughs) off to a good start um Jess someone has asked what they should read on their honeymoon so I feel like since you're the one getting married uh this is one for you and I have the most perfect bio record bias brilliant brilliant um it is of course Sophie Kinsella Um, so I work in events and I'm used to putting loads of energy into one event like months and months of work and then it's just like over in a day Um, but I hear that there are wedding blues and people get sad after their weddings because then they don't have anything to organize so I thought I would reco um, Shopaholic Ties the Knot by Sophie Kinsella so that people can continue like living in that wedding bubble. So obviously Jess it's part of a series does that matter or can people read it on their own? I don't think I don't think it matters. Um, obviously and like especially not that early on because it's like the third or fourth book 
Um, obviously, you should read the whole series because they're glorious. <laughs> but I think the only thing you'll be missing, and like I'll bring up to speed right now, is that Becky loves shopping. She gets herself in really wild situations. She loves her parents. She loves her friends. She has a heart of gold. She keeps secrets from her husband about what she shops, but ultimately, <laughs> he absolutely adores her. And that's that's all you really need to know. And so in this one, she accidentally finds herself organizing a wedding with her parents in the UK, but also a wedding in New York where they currently live. And because she's such a people pleaser, she like can't really let anyone down. And before she knows it, she's like organizing two weddings that is getting uh, very chaotic. Funny. And it's so funny and lovely. And yeah, I feel like if you want to carry on living in that wedding bubble, that might help you on your honeymoon. And also congrats and enjoy your honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to take one now. And actually, it's quite funny because it's like I planned it. Becky clearly has issues with money this oh. next reco <laughs> someone's asked for a motivational book uh which to me lends itself to non-fiction so i'm gonna reco we need to talk about money by otago wagba great reco and we do have a whole episode on that book mm. it's titled the same as title of the book so you can go and find that but lauren do you want to just like quickly recap it for people yeah, in a nutshell, I actually think I'm going to reread this one or maybe listen to it on audio because given the cost of living crisis, I think absolutely mm. do with some motivation to relook at my finances right now. And it's such a taboo busting book where Atega essentially shares a really candid and personal account of the ups and downs that come with money, having it, not having it, how to ask for more money in work situations, how to break down taboos around salary conversations with friends. It's really, really good. Yeah, I have. Um, I still tell everybody to read it based on her like point about women doing free labor. Mm. And I'm like, my good friend, Otago, well, actually talked about it. <laughs> Book. you should go and read it and I'm like hyping up all the women at work to be like no don't organize the birthday card no, no. That's, that's not on you <laughs> um anyway I said it would be quick fire I'm gonna bring us on to one that we were asked a few times um and it was a reco that wasn't hyped up enough oh I love that as a, yeah. as a question especially because you and I regularly get annoyed about brilliant books that no one is reading and sometimes it's because like <laughs> people aren't posting about them on social media so no one else will post about them on social media or like the cover is naff or they like they just don't have the marketing budget so mm. please read the books that we're going to record you now Lauren, yeah got? <laughs> <laughs> okay I feel like I bang on about this book so much we've re- mentioned it in a couple of episodes before and it's still just not hyped up enough and it's genuinely amazing and that is An Ordinary Wonder by Buki Papillon. Mm. Oh my God, it's the best book. Honestly, we read it, what, two years ago, two and a half years ago? Still still think about it and it just doesn't get the hype it deserves. It's about an intersex young person who's just trying to find their way and there are some really horrible people who tear them down but also some really lovely supportive characters. It's just so wholesome. Um, You'll find more about the book in our top records highlight and um, please tag us if you read it if you do because I genuinely want to see more people reading this book yeah I can't believe they haven't yet I find it so rude when I really hype up a book on the podcast and people don't it. it's hard not to take it personally <laughs> isn't it I'm actually gonna answer one of the records here because it's such a brilliant segue partly because um I find an ordinary wonder to be very feel like it, it's a feel-good book yeah 
And so I'm going to answer the reco for a really feel good book, partly because out of you and I, that is like my genre. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I find enough of these aren't hyped up enough. So I'm merging them all into one. Okay. Please read these feel good books. The first one is obviously going to be the funny thing about Norman, Norman Foreman. Foreman. How, how, many know times, how many times do I have to demand that people read it on this podcast before they're going to fucking read it? It's an absolute joy. If you want to like your life, read this book. <laughs> but you know what's great is when we do then get somebody DM to say, Jess, I've just read. It makes my fucking year. About Norman. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is make your laughs better. Just listen to me. It's so funny and lovely and like no one's reading it. <laughs> I just love it. Like you won't, there's no way to not enjoy this book. Even if yeah. even if you are really into thrillers, like you will smile at this book. Um, so uh, that's, that's it. Just do it. <laughs> and my other one is um, a newer book. And that is uh, Love Untold by Ruth Jones. Is that Ruth James is in Gavin and Stacey? That is. I, Wild. Yeah. Um, like most of her books, it's set in Wales. And it spans across four generations in one family. So there's like the great grandma of the family mm. and then her daughter who actually kind of becomes estranged and then her granddaughter and then her great granddaughter. And it's wow. all, like they're all really close, apart from the estranged one. But then of course, like, you know, she's trying to find her and like they've all got, their own problems going on but they all love each other and like there's uh there's a twist in it as well and I basically closed it and said out loud well that was gorgeous oh and I was like oh but what that was brilliant there's also a character in it who's like Ness from Gavin and Stacey (laughs) right to like her so that I really really enjoyed very feel good um definite feel good record you there Save the date. From Friday 11th to Sunday 13th of November, Stylist Live will be taking place at the Truman Brewery in Shoreditch, London. This event is always a highlight of the year for me, and they've truly outdone themselves with amazing speakers this year, including some of our faves like Pandora Sykes, Adam Kay, Bernadine Evaristo, and the receipts to name just a few. And there is a Waterstones pop-up where some of the authors will be doing signings after their talks. There's also a marketplace with over 100 indie brands. I'm particularly excited to have a browse because it will be perfect for pre-Christmas shopping. Oh, definitely. You'll be able to find everything from cult skincare brands, stackable jewellery, homewares, indie fashion and even some tasty tipples too. And if that wasn't enough, there's also live catwalk shows curated by the stylist fashion team. If this sounds like a bit of you, then we have been given a discount code for 15% off general admission. Use code BOOKRECOS at stylist.co.uk slash tickets. We'll pop the link in the show notes too. Next up, a book similar to Lessons in Chemistry. Great book. Yeah. This was actually a really hard record to think of, though, because Mm. Lessons in Chemistry is so unique, and that's partly what makes it such an incredible book. However, I think I'm going to reco, well, I am going to reco, The Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead. You've talked about that a few times, so people should bloody know about this book. It was in my top 10 books last year, and I think I'd go so far as to say it was my favourite book of last year. So... If you enjoyed Lessons in Chemistry and you're asking for a book that's similar, I'm going to assume 
you love a book with a woman protagonist you like a book that's set in the past and you like and just like elizabeth zott in this book marion graves is a very headstrong woman who's determined to succeed in a very male dominated industry or traditionally so um, so in 1950, Marion sets off on the Great Circle. She has the goal to be the first woman pilot to fly all around the globe. And she's never seen again. So the book then moves back and forth between Marion's life from early childhood through to what happened to her on that final quest around the globe. And then half a century later, where a Hollywood actress is set to play Marion in a film ad- adaptation of her diaries, where they actually reveal, get to the point where they reveal what happened to Marion. And also the, the Hollywood actress who plays her is caught up in like a scandal. It's so good. It's it's a chunky book and there's a lot to get your teeth into. But for that reason, amazing. Yeah, this is kind of like you've spoken about this in the Women's Prize episode. And also there was another episode where you talked about it. It's just rude if people haven't read it by this point. <laughs> Go and, and get yourself to like, Norman and Greg. You can no. thank me later. You can yeah, thank us later. This is how I feel. Um, while we're on a theme of is similar to, mm. I'm going to jump in and answer the person who asked for, and I quote, a book with Evelyn Hugo vibes. <laughs> so I assume by now you've all read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. We've mentioned it multiple times on the pod. Um, it's brilliant. It's about a famous 60s Hollywood movie star and how her private life was always way more interesting to the public than her actual talent. So I've got a book that is a similar storyline, but modern day. Ooh. Very similar storyline. Um, and that is The View Was Exhausting by Michaela Clements and Anjali Data. Um, I'm going to drop the synop from Goodreads on this okay. one. Okay. Uh, just because it has been a while since I've read it, and they'll do it more justice than I will. Fairs. So, the world can see that international A-list actress Whitman Wintergore and jet-saying playboy Leo Milanowski are made for each other. Their kisses start Twitter trends and their fights break the internet. From red carpet appearances to Met Gala mishaps, their on-again, off-again romance has titillated the public and the press for almost a decade. But it's all a lie. As a woman of colour, Wynne knows the Hollywood deck is stacked against her, so she's perfected the art of controlling her public persona. Whenever she nears scandal, she calls in Leo with his endearingly reckless attitude for a stage date. Each public display of affection shifts the headlines back in Wynne's favour, and Leo uses the good press to draw attention away from his dysfunctional family. Pretending to be in a passionate romance is one thing, but Wynne knows that a real relationship would lead to nothing but trouble. So instead, they settle for friendship with a side of skyrocketing chemistry. Except this time, on the French Riviera, something is off. A shocking secret in Leo's past sets Wynne's personal and professional lives on a catastrophic collision course. Behind the scenes of their yacht trips and PDA, the world's favourite couple is at each other's throats. Now they must finally confront the many truths and lies of their relationships, and Wynne is forced to consider what is more important, a rising career or a risky shot at real love. Um, and it does just does a really good job of, like, what you see in the papers isn't what's happening. Yeah, but also that's a great similar to Reco because you're right, that's just a modern day Evelyn Hugo. It's literally of. modern. It's yeah. pitched that way as well, like on Waterstones. Uh, it like even okay. says like there was Evelyn Hugo and now there's Wynn. Like, God, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So if, the, if you want to recreate those vibes, it doesn't have the 60s glamour, but it's got enough modern day Met Gala glamour. Cool, um, yeah. So yeah, that's one for you there. Wonderful. Okay, 
we've had one more similar to question. So I'm going to follow your lead and take this one now. Mm-hmm. And that is similar to Coho, Colleen Hoover. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to cheat at this question because by the time this episode is released, Coho's latest book, It Starts With Us, will be out. And I'm genuinely so excited. I pre-ordered my copy months ago. So if it doesn't arrive on time, I'm going to be livid. If you haven't read It Ends With Us, then I'd suggest to make sure you go and read that one first because this book is the prequel to that. Prequels are always so exciting. Oh, Sometimes so more exciting more than a sequel. Me t- I agree. Yeah. Yeah. In the sequel, it's like, oh, yeah, they're, all, they're going to get married or have a baby. Like, you know, like every or sitcom like they're breaking ends that way. Yeah. But prequel, you get yeah. to find out why they like that favorite color. Or I love <laughs> favorite color. <laughs> the important things. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Over to me. Someone asked for a book that will make them laugh out loud. So, oh, good aside from Norman Foreman. <laughs> which will give you a little chuckle i'm gonna re-reco one i'm pretty sure i mentioned it in our netflix but makes it make it books episode um and i assume it was in a com- comedy category but it is so lucky by dawno porter it's about three different women they've each got a different storyline but at some point their worlds collide and there's just the most amount of laugh out loud outrageous gaspy moments in it it's an absolute riot amazing i'm re- i've really got fomo I didn't read that one. And whilst you've just recoed a Dorno Porter book, I'm going to jump in here with another. Um, somebody wanted a book that would get you out of a reading slump. And having just been in about a two-month reading slump, I can confirm that her new book, Cat Lady, which comes out later this month, will do just that. I'm not going to say too much more as we bu- both uh, buddy read this book. And it definitely needs some more airtime. So stay tuned. But it's also wildly funny. It's so good. I finished it last night. Oh. It's, it's so, so good. Um, and also, I'd just like to add, like, I think Laura Kay is perfect for getting out of a reading slump. I've talked mm. about her book, The Split, on the podcast before. I think it was in the Bad Choices episode. Yes, um, and I also loved her book that came out this year, Tell Me Everything. They're just really fucking readable. So I think they would do a good job of that as well. Okay. Next reco. An interesting one. Mm-hmm. This is a reco for a book that's diverse, which is a very broad <laughs> query. Um, like diverse isn't a genre. Um, and we also make sure that every episode of the pod, we're recoing multiple books um, that are always like a good mix of authors with different backgrounds or cultures or identities. So yeah. it's a hard one to do, reco, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you start with that? It's like a very broad brief. Um, so without knowing what this person is specifically looking for, maybe if you did ask that question, you can slide back on into the DMs. Um, but I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois. Mm. We spoke about this one in, I think it was like our paper packs episode. Yeah, it was. So do go and give that one a listen if you're interested in reading this or adding it to your TBR, but it's an absolutely fabulous book about a girl called Ailey who embarks on a journey to understand her family's heritage. So it takes you right back to the beginning generations of her ancestry and her indigenous roots in the Deep South. And the story then flicks between present day America with uh, Ailey as she grows up 
through to her adulthood and also past day like back to the tribal ages and sort of the beginning of her uh, ancestral history and it's just so beautifully written whilst also being very educational so I'm going to say that if you said diverse then maybe that fits the brief I think that definitely fits the brief that's a brilliant mm-hmm. book and a bit like Great Circle super chunky but you'll just wolf it down yeah um speaking of wolfing books down the next question or that query was a book you don't want to put down. I would argue mm. that every book we've recorded in this episode so far is great because you don't want to put them down, um, especially the thrillers. Yes. You know that from your friend. Job done. I don't. Th- I think we can leave it there. Um, but having said that, we haven't recorded a memoir yet. So I want to slide in there with this book, which is Finding Me by Viola Davis. She is an amazing actor. Um, Side note, I really want to see her in the new film that's out at the moment called Woman King. Sounds amazing. But in her own words, Viola says, in this book, you will meet a little girl named Viola who ran from her past until she made a life-changing decision to stop running forever. She's had such an interesting life that at times has been extremely difficult. She grew up in severe poverty and you'll just fall in love with her as a person. She's got so much grit and determination and I genuinely couldn't put this book down. Interestingly enough, one of the books that came into my mind of that I was like, right, what did I read this year that I literally couldn't put down and I was mm. walking around the house with? And it was a memoir and it was Rebecca Humphrey's Why Did You Stay? Yes, so that's actually, a good one. Memoirs well. are really hard to put down. They are because they're like you, you. They're so exposing and yeah. And so we spoke about well, you've you've talked about Viola Davis's one before. Yeah. I think in like one of our wrap ups. And again, I think we talked about why did you stay in one of our wrap ups. So yeah, both just great, before the, the summer grid. break, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, two more records. Um, the next is a book that will make me feel super Christmassy. Um, and we actually recorded an episode last Christmas, which is filled with some wonderful festive records. So I'd suggest you go and hear, go and check that out um, to hear Lauren bang on about mm. a Christmas book that she'll never stop banging on about. <laughs> the season in the snow. I still think about Alice and Bear all the time. Is it too much if I reread it again this Christmas? You do you, hun. Um, I feel like you should write to Isla Gordon and ask her for a sequel. Or a prequel. Or a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely can do that, actually. That's I think you should. Great idea. Uh, well, whilst you do that, I have been said A Christmas Wish by Lindsay Kelk, which I'm really excited to read. Um, the title alone is enough to get in the cosy Christmas spirit. But I'm not going to read it until after Halloween. First of November, I'm there. But we've got to, we've got to hold off, otherwise I'm going to get too festive too soon. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned for that record. It'll probably come later this year. Okay, we've got one last question, and that's a book similar to Pretending by Holly Bourne. I've not read this book, but Jess, you described it as like sort of hopeless romantic vibes. So no, I I'm... didn't. The person that, that uh, she wanted hopeless romantic vibes. That's what she oh. gets from Pretending. Oh, I yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, fine. which I didn't, but actually makes total sense. So yeah. Cool. Um. So. In that vein, then, I'm going to say It's Been a Pleasure by Nonny. Uh, it's Been a Pleasure, Nonny Blake by Claire Christina, which is about a woman called Nonny, whose long term relationship with her girlfriend ends very abruptly. And she goes on what she calls a 
pleasure quest and it takes her halfway around the world in search of experiences and people which bring her pleasure it's absolutely hilarious and Nonny is such a romantic and it's just really refreshing to read a book where the main character doesn't fall into the traditional tropes of what a woman in the in a rom-com novel typically does like Nonny's curvy she's very crude she's very sexually liberated and she's a bisexual woman so it will have you crying howling with laughter cringing at some of her experiences but ultimately she is on a a quest for love I would say so hopeless romantic vibes too that is a good one Um, and I think you talked about it in more detail in it was in the bad choices episode again i think oh yeah that that episode's had a lot of air time today it was a great episode yeah. great books reco's galore <laughs> um i also want to add to that one that i feel like yinka from yinka where's your husband which is by mm. lizzie davalola blackburn she's kind of on a like she's a bit of a hopeless romantic like keeps like throwing herself into situations where like she might find them and that's i also like on your the, um, when someone asks for like a motivational book, some fiction can be motivational. Yeah. I wonder if like some of these books where people are just like pers- the perseverance, yeah. you know, I just feel like some of those could actually be um, motivational. Yeah. So lots yeah. and lots of Brecos today. Yeah, and we were galore. all unputdownable. Brecos galore. Should we call the episode that? Please. I'd, that would that would make me almost as happy as people reading Norman Foreman. <laughs> um, so if you want to submit a query asking for a reco for a specific type of book the more niche the better in a future episode then email hello at bookrecos.com and we'll do one a week thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode then like, subscribe, leave a rating and review it costs you nothing but it genuinely means the world to us And you could share our podcast with your reading buddy too, because they might enjoy it. And if you don't already, then subscribe to our monthly newsletter that's full of recos at www.bookrecos.com. See you next week. We'll be here.